This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Welcome to the Nakuda podcast. Rosh Hashanah coming up soon. Uh, okay, just jump right in here. Uh, there's a particularly powerful statement in this parsha uh, where Hashem says, where Moshe Beni says, "Vehoya b'sham oy es divrei ha'ula hazois." Okay, so that Pasuk has a few important parts to it. So the areas that we're talking about here are basically three sections of the Pasuk. The first one is talking about um, that the person has already heard the curses that were given in the previous Parsha. And um, so he's he's aware already of the consequences of the actions, according to what Hashem is telling him. I mean, he's actually heard these things, these warnings. And then he goes on to, it goes on to say, he's going to like bless himself in his heart. And he says... Everything's going to be okay. I uh, I can do what I want. I can do whatever my heart desires, and I'll be okay, and nothing's going to happen to me. In other words, basically, he's denying this whole thing about him. consequences. We were talking about consequences even back to Parsha. And now he's saying, basically, there are no consequences. I can do what I want, and, nothing, and everything's going to be all right. And uh, what is the consequence of that? What happens if he has that attitude is this Laman's voice, Haruva Esatzmeya. Now that is really uh, pretty drastic. Uh, Laman's voice, Haruva Esatzmeya, has explained that he's saying that the, the mitzvahs are divided into Shoigeg and Mezid, you know, the things that are done intentionally and things that are done uh, without full knowledge. Either because you don't didn't know it was an Avera, you didn't know... Uh, you know, how bad it was, you weren't warned beforehand, all kinds of reasons that things could be uh, uh, some kind of a um, problem with the consciousness. And that makes things a lot easier on us because we can, you know, we can use that defense in a sense that I really didn't know what I was doing and I didn't take it seriously enough or I didn't realize, you know, that this was really, uh, I didn't know, either know that I was doing it at all or I didn't know that it was so serious. In either case, it's some kind of lack of knowledge. You're tiny lack of knowledge. You're not saying, I knew it was wrong and I did it anyway. Uh, basically, what makes it is the idea that you, you did know that it was, uh, that it was a vera and you knew that you were doing it and you did it anyway. So this is basically saying, not only, and I'm going to do it anyway and I'm going to, I'm going to accept the consequences, you're saying, I don't think there are going to be any consequences. In other words, I've heard already all of the warnings and all the curses and everything else. What's going to happen if I do these, these things? And say, I'm going to do it. Not only am I going to do it, it's going to be fine. Uh, I'll, I'll get away with it. I won't have to suffer anything for it. So that is a very serious thing. And 
the reason why this is really then that becomes itself a reason for all those uh, curses to actually uh, apply because you have no excuse then uh, you've been informed you've told been told to do it and you're saying to yourself I, I can do it anyway it's nothing's, nothing's going to happen um, the real problem with that is is that you're basically denying the whole of creation you're denying the whole concept of Torah mitzvahs altogether you're denying the, the idea of a, of a, of a, a tachlis, a reason for Hashem's creating the world, that is the reason why we're here and that's very problematic uh, when we live with that kind of a hashkofa uh, or, or anti-hashkofa uh, outlook you know, on things, um, we can't expect Hashem to be very uh, sympathetic um, it's like it's, it's a kind of a chutzpah. It's an idea that here I am benefiting from all the brachas that Hashem is giving me. I'm, I'm getting a lot, you know, in terms of my well-being, and that is coming from Hashem, and yet I'm going to basically deny His existence or the, deny His Torah and deny that anything's going to happen if I don't follow the Torah. And we know that a lot of the idea of, of, of the schar and, of, and, and uh, punishment of uh, the reward and punishment for, for mitzvahs and averis is a kind of a natural thing. And if you do the right thing, if you do what Hashem wants you to do, and Hashem set up the world in such a way that a person who follows the mitzvah is going to be successful, he's going to have these brachas that are going to come almost you know, as a natural uh, a consequence of, of, of doing the mitzvahs. So if you decide not to do them, then uh, then you're going to suffer from the natural consequences of doing a virus, which are can be very serious. So basically, Hashem is just saying. Then he goes on. Hashem goes on to say that you know then you're going to you're going to suffer from all of these these uh, uh, curses that I laid out in you know in, in Kisovak. Okay, so um, let's deal with that on a little bit deeper level. Just to understand how serious this is, and unfortunately, it is very, very widespread. I mean, a lot of people have this attitude: I don't have to even think about uh, doing a virus, you know, or doing mitzvahs because uh, it's it's uh, it's not going to make a difference anyway. Basically, I can do what I want, and nothing's going to happen. Uh, okay, so so we have to understand that Hashem gave us free choice. The whole basis of you know, the way Hashem set up the world was based on the concept of free choice. I just learned something in the, in the lesson. He's talking about the whole idea of why Hashem gave, uh, created the world with ten maimuras, with ten statements as opposed to one. And uh, he says that the whole reason was in order to give, uh, to give free choice because if it had been on all given in one, uh, in one statement, the, the highest levels of Kedusha would be together with the lowest levels and there would be no place for the uh, Yetzirah to exist. So the, the evil inclination wouldn't be able to survive in that kind of environment and therefore there would be no free choice and the whole thing would be, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't work. So that's why Hidavka separated them out so that you would be able to have a Yetzirah because the Yetzirah is a good thing in the sense that, that gives, that's the basis for, for, for a Bechira for free choice and that's what Gives us the whole schar and oynish and and the idea of olam haba and everything else. It's the only way that the world can come to the. Uh, it's all subject for itself, but that's the only way that the world can come to its ultimate uh, purpose. Anyway, so 
So what's happening here is that the person is saying, I can do whatever I want, meaning that I have free choice. I'm able to do what I, what I desire to do. But when he says nothing's going to happen to me, what he's denying is, is that there is a reality of the way Hashem created the world. Hashem created the world according to a plan, and that plan is based on Torah mitzvahs. So there is no way that a person is going to be able to just do what he wants and nothing's going to happen. The very fact that we have free choice means that there is a possibility for reward and punishment so that there are consequences for our actions. So therefore, how could we not be punished? The very fact that we, are, that we have the, 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 the ability to do what we want means that we are either going to be rewarded for doing the good thing or, or punished for doing the bad thing, unless we deny that there's such a thing as good and evil altogether which would mean that I can do what I want because I can make up my own morality, I can make up my own values, I, can, I, I have no responsibility to make sure that what I believe in as being good or bad corresponds to the way the world was created. Hashem had to create, had to, I mean, Hashem decided to create the world in such a way that we can, what does it mean to have free choice? It means that it can't be so obvious what's right and wrong. It has to look like there's a possibility of that even doing the wrong thing is either going to be, is, is going to benefit me in some way. Either I'm going to get something, you know, some benefit, some some uh, some payoff for it, or I'm going to uh, uh, whatever. It's, it's it's something that I can enjoy, and I don't have to worry about any negative side. So that's that's assuming that there is such a possibility. And Hashem is telling us that there isn't such a possibility. There really are consequences. That's what all these parshas are about. You're going, to, you're, you're going to suffer if you do the wrong thing. You're going to either this world, the next world, whatever it is, but you're not going to get away with it. So if we're saying that we have the free choice and we can set up our own concept of, of what reality is and we're creating this reality for ourselves. Where, for ourselves where, whereby I can do what I want and get away with it and not suffer and nothing's going to happen, that means that's as if we're creating our own reality. Our, we're creating our own world, and that doesn't really exist. So the very fact that I can say, I can do whatever I feel like, and I'm not going to suffer anything for it, or I'm not going to, it's not going to affect anything. It's not going to make a difference. Either nobody cares, nobody's around to watch, nobody knows, uh, it, it, nobody, it's, it's, it's not going to, uh, it's not going to have any, any consequences for me or for anyone else. And I can just, you know, I'm on my own. So that is the greatest denial that a person could do. Therefore, once you have that attitude, you have no excuse. You can't say, and there's nothing's going to help you to come out of that. Be, until you see that there really are consequences. And, you know, it's like the little kid who thinks that he can, you know, uh, go against his parents and, and, and do whatever he wants until he gets the patch, until he gets the, the, the uh, you know, he feels the, uh, the consequences of that. He's, he's going to think that that's what life is about. And he can just do what he wants and, uh, and it doesn't matter. Um, so the, the concept of Ishriz Libi Eilech is itself 
the greatest uh, proof that a person is feels that either he is his own god, he's setting up his own, his, 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 if he's creating his own world along the lines that he wants to, as opposed to along the lines that Hashem wants to, meaning it's the absolute opposite of, of making Hashem's will our will. And that is another crucial point, because the point is that, that we are a chelikal kamima, where we are, our essence is a piece of Hashem's essence. Hashem, Hashem's uh, broke off of the so-called, we kind of you know, sliced off a piece of the Kisei covid to create our neshama. Our soul comes from that high, high place in, 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 in ruchnius, in the spirituality. And that's our core. So when we think that we, that our will has, is different than Hashem's will, in some way we're in, we don't have to do what Hashem says because I want something else. Who's the I? The I, if, it, if, 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 the, if you're in touch with your real self, your real I, your real, you know, who we really are, our essence is, is, is from Hashem himself. Therefore, ultimately, we're going to want what Hashem wants. That's, that's the essence of what our will is. Our will is, Hashem, is ultimately Hashem's will. What's the problem? We have a Yetzirah. But that Yetzirah is like an Avodah Zorah. It's, it's, a, it's a false, you know, it's a disinformation. It's a, it's a false concept of reality. It's a false understanding of what the world is and what it's based on in order to tempt us not to do Hashem's will. And that's its whole function, is to, to, to create an alternative that we can say, well, I subscribe to this other philosophy or this other way of looking at things whereby Hashem doesn't count or Hashem's will doesn't, doesn't make a difference. So instead of seeing myself as a, as a, as, as a part of Hashem, as a partner with Hashem, as, as a, a uh, uh, you know, as, as, as being so close to Hashem that our, that our, that our essence is, is almost the same, and realizing that his will really is my own will when I get really, really down to it, that's what I really want. Instead of saying, I want something different. I want to follow my own will, my own ideas, my own uh, thoughts, my own uh, desires. So, so where is that? If those, if those desires are n- not the same as Hashem's desires, it means it's coming from somewhere else. What's the somewhere else? Well, Hashem is one. He's the only He's the only. Uh, truth, you know, there's only one emiss, there's only one truth in, 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 the, in the game here. So if I'm, if I'm trying to subscribe to some kind of an other truth, that truth is a voidizora, it's another god, it's, an, it's, a, it's, it's something, some kind of competing god, it's a competing system, a competing outlook on the world that is not coming from Hashem, obviously. So, so we're saying that there is something other than Hashem, or that Hashem really isn't there, or or that, or that uh, you know, that I can again, I can, I can go according to this other uh, system and and get away with it, and there's nothing going to happen. All of these things are a, a blatant denial of who we are as creations and who Hashem is as a creator, and you can't get you know, much worse than that. That's like getting to the real core of things. So that's why if a person is openly denying and saying, I can do what I want, it's like a challenge to Hashem. It's like saying, look, you know, if you let me get away with this, then basically you prove me right. You're saying that there really is another valid, you know, uh, option. 
And then, if I get away with that, then that's the biggest chilul Hashem that can be. That that causes a, this this this, this uh, it's 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 desecrating Hashem's name because it's basically saying, like I say, you know, as I said, either Hashem's not there, or there's someone, some other power besides Him that I can go according to some some of this other power, and 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 you know, it's equally equally powerful, so I don't have to worry about Hashem. So it's basically saying to Hashem, you know, uh, prove to me that you really are here. And then Hashem, if he follows through with the, with the curses, then that's exactly what's going to happen. And then the Pasha goes on to say that, you know, after after Chasashulam, the destruction is already taking place that Hashem already warned us about, then people, all, all the nations are going to come around and say, you know, what did they do to deserve this? How did, they, how did this happen? <clears throat> and then, you know, we say, well, they didn't listen. They thought they could get away with it, and now you see that they can. They couldn't. So this is the you know the unfortunate reality hit, as they say. You know, when reality hits, then you see what's 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 the, the what's the truth and what isn't. So it's a it's a, a direct you know consequence. This the, the fact that there's such a strong reaction to this attitude, whereby and then and then this this whole thing about that the 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 um, the shoygig is treated as a mazid. It was instead of when you do tshuva, you're turning your mazed into your even your intentional various into into zochias into into like a, a mitzvah you get rewarded for because that led you to, to do the right thing. This is the idea that now, as far as Hashem is concerned, it doesn't make a difference whether the bad things that you did were intentional or not because it doesn't because your intent is not good. In other words, your 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 general. If, if a person is, is is conscientious and they're trying to do the right thing, and then once in a while they mess up because of a lack of knowledge. It was I didn't I I didn't want to do something bad, but I have a lack of knowledge. I didn't know it was wrong, or I didn't know I was doing it, or whatever it is. Then Hashem's going to you know. Then you can bring a korban. You can you know you do tshuva. There's there's ways of getting of getting around of 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 of, of taking care of that. But when you are have an attitude that's it's basically you know uh, just thumbing your nose at Hashem, it's it's like saying it's like saying well if I even if it wasn't intentional that I did the wrong thing I would do it even if it was intentional because I don't care you know this is this is uh, I don't make a distinction between intentional and not intentional everything I do is on the same level because my my intent is not good I, I, I'm rebellious I, I I don't believe I you know this this kind of stuff so it's how can I make a distinction between between oh well I if I known I wouldn't have done it here if you knew it, it doesn't matter if you knew it you would have still done it I mean there's no no reason to think not so. So this is basically what what is the, the dynamic that's going on here, and the reason why Hashem responds to that kind of attitude so strongly and with such a powerful uh, a powerful response. So um, basically, that's that's the idea here. You know, this is uh, Rosh Hashanah is a time to examine our attitudes. Even if we have a little bit of that kind of attitude, we have to you know take it very serious, seriously and uh, and try to root that out because that is really. The enemy that is it's it's this this flippant uh, <clears throat> kind of you know nonchalant attitude about right and wrong, or about serving Hashem or not serving Hashem. It's it's uh, it's no, we're not talking about the level of a tzaddik where where you know it's it's different levels of the shema and and, and you know there's some people that learn that serve Hashem more selflessly or less selflessly. Here you're talking about a, a mamish a, a situation where a person is talking about you know mamish I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do what I feel like. I'm going to do what's best for me, and I don't really care about anything else. And that is something that we have to uh, 
root out uh, in, in an absolute way.